0: And welcome to episode 1166 of Effectively Wild, a baseball podcast from Fangraphs, presented by our Patreon supporters. I'm Ben Lindbergh of The Ringer, joined by Jeff Sullivan of Fangraphs. Hello, Jeff. Hi. Also joined by Sam Miller of ESPN, all past and or present co-hosts convened today because it is the biggest day on the Effectively Wild calendar. It is the Minor League Free Agent Draft, the fifth annual Minor League Free Agent Draft. Jeff's first annual Minor League Free Agent Draft, but our fifth. Sam, welcome back. Are you excited? Yeah. I know you're excited. This is your favorite episode, right? This is like when you were a year and a half ago or whenever it was when you were making a pros and cons list on on joining ESPN or not. I don't know whether quitting the podcast was a pro or a con. <laughs> I have my my suspicions, but not being able to do this episode had to be a con. But here you are, you get your cake and eat it too. You can be at ESPN and do the minor league free agent draft. And I have updates on previous minor league free agent drafts. Have you checked the results?
1: Yeah, I know you have updates because yesterday when I went to look at previous Drafts. I saw an anonymous person <laughs> looking at the same <laughs> spreadsheet, and I thought there could only be one person.
2: You
0: never know; it's a public sheet. Anyone could be in there checking up on last year's minor league free agent draft.
1: So, I, <laughs> well, I I did look, and I just want to say that it's a weird thing to go back and look because I feel like if uh, like there are a lot of names that you would recognize on some of these old drafts, uh, and I feel like if you. Took all the famous players. Like there's two tiers of players. There's the the formerly famous, and then there's like just the guy you you know discovered or whatever while looking through it one year and decided ah is the right situation. Yeah. If you took all the famous ones and jumbled them up and tried to ask us to guess which year <laughs> we drafted them, I think it would be no better than random chance. Uh-huh. I was shocked that you took jb Shock, not shocked too not four years ago yeah Yeah, not not four years ago but last (laughs) year and you took like emilio bonifacio this is sort of how i can look back and and kind of remind myself of when players retired i guess (laughs) uh because i would have thought emilio bonifacio retired in like like Two thousand eleven, maybe? <laughs> and you drafted him in two thousand sixteen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. J.B. Shuck, by the way, is eligible again. He, he is a minor league free agent, and I was so is uh so is Justin Masterson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the results from last year, you cleaned my clock, you destroyed me. So the way that this works for anyone who hasn't been listening to this silly thing we do for four years or one year, is we draft minor league free agents and The person who has the most combined plate appearances or total batters faced from those minor league free agents in the majors in the coming season wins this draft. So it's all about just predicting who will make the majors and get the most playing time. They can be terrible. Usually they are, but they just have to be on a roster and get some sort of playing time. We always try to explain what a minor league free agent is and fail to do that accurately. But I guess the best way I can say it is that a minor league free agent is someone who is not on a team's 40-man roster and has been in the minors for at least six years. And so they're just like free to go. And so... A minor league free agent is not the same as signing a a minor league contract necessarily. There are guys who sign minor league contracts who are not minor league free agents. So we are all working off a list at Baseball America that was provided by MLB at the beginning of the offseason. And there are, what, 572 guys, something like that on the list this year. And uh, we have agreed on the right list this year because last year, There was a a bait and switch where I I thought we were using one list and you thought another, and then we went with mine and you still won, (laughs) even though you were at a a great disadvantage there. Although I will say that the entire margin of victory in last year's draft was Craig Stammen. (laughs) That was it. So you beat me 707 to 375. Plate appearances plus total batters face. That's a difference of three hundred and thirty two and Craig Stammen got three hundred twenty nine. So that was it, Craig's
1: Yeah, wait, but <laughs> yeah, mean, but but, but- what if he took away your best sure, guy? Then what's sure. the margin? I'm just saying. And what if we what if we take away your best guy and double Craig Stammon? Now what's the? I margin? don't think you
0: could double Craig Stammon because he threw 80 in a third innings somehow.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying you're picking arbitrary. Yeah. No, it's
0: true. Uh, parameters. It's true. I just don't know how uh, that happened. Craig Stammon had the fifth most innings in the major leagues of any reliever last year after having zero innings in 2016, and I think four the year before that. I don't even know why you picked Craig Steven, but anyway, you destroyed me last year, but the four-year total tally, yeah, maybe you did this too. Extremely close. close. I have a lead. So each of us has won two of these competitions, but the cumulative total... I am up 1995 to 1923, so dead heat, basically. So, Jeff, how are you feeling about
2: your first minor league free agent draft? I'm going to exceed your five-year totals with my one-year total. (laughs) I'm going to point out, I'm not going to draft this guy, no spoilers. There's a guy listed as available from the Colorado Rockies organization. He's a high A catcher. His name is Hamlet his first name is Hamlet, his last name is Marte Marte, a familiar word, Hamlet, also a familiar word But not for these reasons I was curious, he's not the first There has been a Hamlet Guerrero Who was in the minors in 1996 But if you look at the Major League history There are two players who show up There's there's Harry East uh, Harry East played in 1882 His name is Harry Hamlet East, that's fine mm-hmm. But there's also a guy from, from 1911 to 1915 Whose name is Eugene or Gene, Hamlet Crap. His last name was Crap, and his middle name was Hamlet. His nickname was Rubber Arm, so you could call him Hamlet Rubber Arm Crap. And I have no was he, was no uh, further edition, but yeah. his ERA plus is one too, so he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't crappy after all.
1: So is the the Hamlet that we that we could draft today? Is he a, a second baseman, a a two B or or not two B? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh minor league created draft. It's the best. This is why it's fun. It's not because we actually might get anything right. It's because, oh, it's partially because it's kind of fun throughout the season. When you happen to see that one of your guys made the majors somehow, it's a a little storyline that you can follow, but it's also because you see these names that either you've never heard or you can't believe are still in professional baseball. That is half the joy of this thing. And uh, I will say lifetime our, our, our finished, our completed competitions, according to the spreadsheet, which uh, is a Google Doc that anyone can access through the Facebook group and official statistician of Effectively Wild, John Chenier, still holds that post in his spare time, despite being an analyst for the Mariners now. And uh, in his capacity as analyst for this podcast, he has determined that I'm up 8-5 in completed competitions, but there are still many that are in progress and might outlive us. So the only one we care about today Is minor league free agents, and I think for the first pick, Sam, you had first pick last year, and I think we should probably give Jeff the the courtesy first pick because he is so inexperienced at this exercise, whereas we have had four years to hone our minor league free agent picking abilities.
2: Please, yeah, I. I, That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Can I can I bypass the first pick and go second?
0: (laughs) Will that help? Will you?
2: I want (laughs) to. No, I just I just want to trade down just just to. Just to sit. With, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a leg up. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm <laughs> so confident in my picks. That I'm just, gonna, I'll pick second. I'll pick second. It's fine.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. You can voluntarily give up the first pick.
2: I'm going to to pick that Sam goes first.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) By the way, the success rate here, according to a study that Carson Sistoli did a few years ago, he found that 1% of minor league free agents amass half a war or better in the following season. But, of course, we don't need them to be good. We just need them to amass playing time. All right. So, Sam... Go ahead.
1: All right. Uh, I will go ahead. And uh, with my first pick, I will take Rafael Ortega. Uh.
2: I should have gone first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rafael Ortega is, uh, I think, a 26-year-old outfielder. If, If you know him, you probably know him because he spent extended time with the Angels in 2016. You might know him because he was on my roster that year. He was
0: one of my picks in 2016. I feel. Oh, like- Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, I was going to bring him back this year. I was going to show yeah. him some loyalty, but stolen.
1: So there's a, there's actually plenty of reasons to to pick him. Uh, he was he was actually really quite good in AAA last year for the Padres. Mm-hmm. And if the Padres didn't have three Rule Five picks on their roster all year, I believe Rafael Ortega might have been their All Star uh, <laughs> <laughs> representative. But because he was crowded off the major league roster, he spent the whole year in El Paso. He is uh he is fast, he draws walks, he can play center field, he puts the bat on the ball, and he's gonna be 27 this year, which is all pretty, pretty good. He's also not anonymous. You know, he he debuted in the majors briefly when he was 21, which is a, a good indicator. And he spent, you know, months in the majors, not two years ago. But I think the most important detail about him is that the Marlins signed him and as of this moment, the Marlins have three outfielders on their entire 40-man roster, <laughs> uh, which is cutting it close, you might say. One of them is is Christian Yelich. And so I feel pretty confident that Rafael Ortega is going to go to camp with a shot at winning a fourth outfield spot in the darkest timeline. <laughs> Quite possibly much much better than that. And so I'm taking Rafael Ortega.
0: Great pick. I've made it before. I would have made it again. <laughs> you know, Jarrett Groob was on the board, right? He's on there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I looked at the list. <laughs> All right. Well, Not maybe later. Not giving anything away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Jeff, you're you're still taking the second pick, or do you yeah. want to continue to trade down until the draft is over?
2: Well, no, I'll take the second pick. Here's the problem. I was just going to confirm the player I was about to pick, and then I went to his page, and I got a message that says, your connection is not secure, which is not letting me through, <laughs> which makes me think that maybe this player doesn't want to be. I don't care. It, so I can't confirm this is true, but I'm pretty sure it's true. So I'm going to take Dario Alvarez. Oh, oh. Yeah. that was going to be my <laughs> first Left-handed kick. reliever. Agonizing. Left-handed reliever. Who throws hard, gets strikeouts Wasn't very good last year, but I don't care He signed a major league contract with the Cubs If I recall that correctly So, yeah, look, if a minor league free agent Signs a major league contract I'd be stupid not to take him second In fact, one could argue Sam would be stupid not to take him first But I actually agree with his Rafael Ortega pick a lot He was near the top of my board So I'm going to go Alvarez, Ortega Kind of 1A, 1B Both of them genius picks
1: Alvarez was also my my 1B And, you know, last year I went first And I picked somebody because I thought that my actual first pick would probably make it to the second round. And then Ben immediately picked him. (laughs) And so I was screaming and yelling about how unfair it was. But of course, I picked first, right? (laughs) And so in this case, I uh, again, I thought that Ortega was probably a a little more likely not to make it back to me. And also, I wanted to talk about Ortega Mm. more than Alvarez. But I will note that... So good pick. Dario Alvarez is... you know is going to be or is currently in the Cubs bullpen and when i was looking this up i saw a bunch of blog posts talking about the cubs improved bullpen and and dario alvarez's name and how like joe madden was going to work his bullpen magic with dario alvarez now is joe madden known for <laughs> bullpen magic and 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 if he is or if he isn't is there is, is there currently a Bullpen magician that is like how Kevin Towers always Mm. was, you know, known for is is there? And I feel like there occasionally have been. Like Buck Showalter was a bullpen magician, you know, for a couple of years in the public consciousness. Is there a bullpen magic team right now? I guess the Angels Odds, last
0: year. Yeah, I don't. The Angels were last year, but maybe one year isn't enough, right? Because Billy Epler built a bullpen out of nothing that was good, but it may have been a blip. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's the same sort of bullpen magician that there once was.
2: Well, the Padres restored Craig Stammen. They made Brad Hand good (laughs) after a waiver pick. Kirby Yates apparently struck out everyone he faced last season, which I didn't know. But there was more than that, I think, the year before. What? There was the Ryan Buchter was kind of okay. Mm. Brandon Maurer. Well, whatever. But wait. Brandon Maurer, Buddy Bauman. Buddy? There's two buddies in Major League Baseball?
1: (laughs) Buddy Bauman was... I think if I'm not mistaken was a, a pick on this draft once or, or maybe not, maybe it wasn't anyway.
0: All right. Well, I, uh, I certainly had both of those guys high on my board. I feel like, man, it, it's, it's, this is almost mirrored real life baseball in that you can't just pluck the low hanging fruit in the minor league for agent draft anymore. I feel like the, the first couple mm-hmm. of years when I would get a, my strategy was always sign the guys with major league contracts. And I feel like Sam, having done zero preparation in most of those years (laughs) was uh, kind of blindsided by that at first, but clearly that's uh, it's not going to set me apart anymore.
1: Well, I'm not blindsided by it, but I also, Ortega does not have a a major league contract.
0: Well, he will. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Okay. With my first pick, I think I am going to take Scott Barlow.
1: Yep. That would have been uh, my next major league contract guy
0: and, good pitcher, apparently, Uh, based on how he pitched last year. He was with the Dodgers. Now, he was not great in in AAA in seven starts, but he was excellent at AA and uh, 19 starts, 210 ERA, struck out more than 10 per nine innings, actually, in both AA and AAA. And he has been signed by the Royals, who uh, seem like they could use pitching and he is a starting pitcher at this point but if you're a starting pitcher of course there is always the bullpen option i don't know anything about his stuff or how it would play up in the pen so i don't know if he's one of those guys but he has somewhere to fall and still contribute and uh i like his chances so scott barlow
1: yeah yeah that's a that's a that's a good pick all right all right so we're round uh round two all right, I will uh, cross off a few names, and I will go with well. So Scott Barlow is uh, not just major league contract, but is on a depth chart, mm. which is the the real the real golden <laughs> ticket. Is if you can find him on a depth chart, but he's only he's only eighth on the on the Royals' rotation depth chart. I'm gonna pick a guy who is currently sixth. Ooh. On a rotation depth chart, which is uh, something. And uh, that man's name is Ryan Carpenter. Ugh, next on my list. I don't know who that and is. And
2: <laughs>
1: so Ryan Carpenter is American Professional Ice Hockey Center for the <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights, the <laughs> National Hockey. <laughs> you know what, what I've found is I used to always get the baseball result first. And I have, in the last few months, I've started to get the non baseball result almost always. And and I'm baseball like, looking kidding. at baseball. <laughs> and that's exactly right. I think that I don't think that my frequency of going to baseball pages is any longer enough to overwhelm Google's perceived, uh, you know, public apathy that Google has picked up across baseball in I don't general. Know if hockey's getting anyway, better in that respect, though. Ryan Carpenter, uh, tall lefty. Formerly, uh, you know, seventh round pick by the Rays I don't know how he got to the Rockies He was involved in some trade, I guess, three years ago uh, And has been in the Rockies system ever since And he's basically been good, pretty good every year Except for one Uh, And last year he was uh, pitching in Albuquerque And he struck out nine batters per nine And was generally good as a starter So, uh, you know, he's uh, on a depth chart And the Tigers uh, rotation is bad
2: Major league deal It's a good pick are we out of major league deals? Well, I not, haven't. Look, no. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you, I guess, select them. I had to wing it a little bit, so I guess I will. Let's see. Who am I going to go with my pick? I'll, uh, I'll take Anthony Ghost. Anthony Ghost is going to be my pick, and and there's a reason why. Dude can't hit anymore, so the Astros aren't going to let him. Uh, The Astros took him in the Rule 5 draft, but the thing about the Astros is they don't really have a left-handed reliever. I know they have Tony Sipp, but he doesn't really count that much. And I think that, what, Kevin Goldstein, or in some sort of interview, suggested the Astros are going to double down on this selection and try to make Ghost work and maybe they will just go sign Tony Watson and make Ghost not work. I don't know but in his brief So wait, is that is that doubling down or they, they're going to actually use him double? They're going to not use some double double down <laughs> I
1: mean if you double down you got to you got to put you got to double your bet yeah so they're going to actually they're going to make
2: another Anthony Ghost and then they're going <laughs> to use gonna... them both <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they're both going to be hard throwing left-handed former outfielders and I think that Anthony Ghost I mean he throws I think he throws like 98 maybe he throws 100, 104 you can't prove to me that he doesn't throw 104 miles per hour and they don't have yeah. a lefty so I think sure why not Anthony Ghost I'm not going for the big playing time upside play here. Here, but I'll take I'll take two hundred I'll take one hundred batters faced.
1: Yeah, thirty one percent strikeout rate in high A yeah. last year as a as a pitcher, and the Astros are the second team. That thought enough of this to sign him as a pitcher this winter, and it's a great it's a great signing too because uh, you get you might you might well no I guess well it's possible if they I mean there's some talk I I know that maybe he has you know sort of two way Brooks Kieschnick potential in which case you might get you know 25 uh, pinch hitting and uh, and late game sub at bats uh, as if you
2: well. waste it though as like a pinch runner that's really gonna bum me out <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. doesn't count yeah.
1: by the way there's another there's another converted. Position player that I've been eyeing, Ooh. but more of a more of a long shot than Anthony Ghost, who I think it, it seems almost certain that Anthony Ghost will be pitching at a high level of professional baseball this year. Just the question is whether it will be in the majors or not. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, for my second pick, I will see Sam's Tigers pitcher
0: and sign my own <laughs> Tigers pitcher, Mark Montgomery, who is uh, very effective. At least based on last season, he was with the Cardinals. He's a former Yankees pitcher who has been excellent for them in the minors. In uh, 2016, he struck out more than 12 per nine in AA and AAA for the Yankees. Last year, he went to the Cardinals. He threw 66 innings in AAA, 243 ERA, struck out about 10 guys per nine with good control. He is just a, a pretty good pitcher, seemingly. He's 27 and he does not have a major league deal. But again, it's the Tigers who didn't have good bullpens when they were a good team, and they are not a good team now. So uh, I'm I'm going in heavy on Tigers pitchers. So Mark Montgomery, he's my guy.
1: Yeah, good. All right, I'm going to take uh, Chris Carter, an American television and film producer, <laughs> director, and writer. He's
0: terrible, worst X Files writer.
1: Chris Carter. I'm taking the actual Chris Carter. Like this, is sometimes you see a name on the minor league free agents list, and you can't. You're not sure whether it's. The one you know, or whether it's 25 year old in short season ball, but it's this Chris Carter, the guy who led the National League in home <laughs> runs one year ago, <laughs> who who is now a minor league free agent and uh, probably won't bat. But I mean, I don't I don't need him to bat much. He, uh, as everybody knows, started last year in a platoon at first base in New York. Did not make it through the year. Ended up in AAA with the A's. Uh, where he hit uh, somewhat. And, uh, you know, do you remember a few years ago when all the talk was about how how power was so scarce in baseball <laughs> yes. these days that teams were willing to pay a premium yes. for guys like Chris Carter? We, we derided uh, that at the time. We did. Yeah. So anyway, uh, there's probably not much room uh, in the world for guys like Chris Carter to pinch hit at the end of your bench. But I'll take 30 plate appearances and call it a right. victory.
0: Ryan Howard is still out there if you want to collect all the home run kings. It's on my list. <laughs> okay. It's okay. on my
2: list. All right, Jeff, you're up. Uh, so I'm going I'm going to go ahead and ignore JB Shuck this time around, at least for now. <laughs> Maybe Emilio Bonifacio too. So, I'm going to go uh, who's it going to be? I'll stick with, Rel- no, no, I'm going to go Chris Medlin. Why not Chris Medlin? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take Chris Medlin, who apparently did pitch last season, which is something I didn't know. Stayed healthy. Yeah, stayed somewhat, yeah. somewhat healthy. I think he wound up short of 100 innings total. No, he got 116. No, he Look didn't. that. 20 starts for Chris yeah. Medlin a year after he was bad everywhere. He came back and he was not so bad everywhere, except for his ERA, which was bad. Against the best competition But Medlin last year At the age of 31 Made 20 starts He stopped walking the world Which is what he did The year before When he was probably hurt I don't know He was probably hurt At some point last year as well But still going to take him I don't actually know Where he is right now Could have looked that up Probably did And have forgotten But Chris Medlin Has enough of a Major league track record And is a starting pitcher Who has a changeup, So I think he will uh, He'll probably make Five or six starts With some team who is bad Mm Mm-hmm
1: Yeah, he, uh, like a year ago, or I guess one year. I can't remember. He was one of the the group of Dodgers pitchers, right, who were high risk, but had always been good. Am I remembering this right? That he was one of the guys they signed for really cheap. But the problem was that Chris Medlin could never stay healthy. And it, so if you had told me at the time that I could take him in a minor league draft some years later, and he had established his ability to stay healthy, I would have said, well, how bad is he? And you would have said, does it matter? I mean, won't you still take him? And I would have said, yeah. <laughs>
2: well, he's never been a Dodger that I can tell. Maybe he was. He's never played he with did, the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, he did not get injured last year after he made his debut on May 20th. So I don't know if his season began late because of injury or because he had not signed anywhere. Uh, but uh, he had a solid, you know, four and a half month run of of good health. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, for my next guy, I'm going to take either the sole remaining or one of the few remaining major league contract guys. This is Michael Kelly, also goes by Mike Kelly. He is actually a former first-round pick, or I guess former supplemental first-round pick, but he's 25, the Orioles Signed him to a major league contract, which is a a good sign I will take any Orioles pitcher on this list And he's 6'4", I'd feel a little bit better if he were a lefty He is a righty, but he made 15 starts at AA last year Had a sub-3 ERA, struck out lots of guys Made it up to AAA, didn't do so well in limited playing time But he has been a starter, and uh, he's tall And he has a major league contract, and he's on the Orioles and he misses bats, and he could potentially move to the bullpen if the starting thing doesn't work out. So for all of those reasons, Mike Kelly, come on down.
1: Yeah. Chris Medlin never played or signed with the Dodgers at all. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Mike Minor, mm. who also never signed with the Dodgers at all. I don't <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who I was thinking about when I thought of Mike Minor. Yeah, Michael Kelly is a good pick and I only managed to unearth one other player who's currently on a yeah. forty. And he's
0: he's like a weird one, not that impressive, or at least if yeah. we're thinking of the same person. <laughs> All right.
1: Are we, we'll yeah, see. We will. And if not, then everybody will learn in about a minute and a half. Because uh, I'm going to take uh, the last one I know of, who is Colton Brewer, who's not on the Brewers, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I actually uh, looked up the reason I know that Colton Brewer is on a 40 is because I saw his name and said, if he's on the Brewers, I'm signing him, <laughs> I'm drafting him. And so I looked him up to see if if he was on the Brewers, and he wasn't. And then I saw that he was on yeah. another team. He's on the Yankees,
0: man. which is kind um, of the worst case <laughs> scenario for a, a potential reliever, oh, right? I thought he was on the
1: Yankees. I thought he was on the Padres. I think so? Maybe he was on the Padres last year. Uh, let's see. No, he was on the Yankees. Oh, now okay. he's on the. All right.
0: Yeah, that's a better pick. I was worried. Yeah. I thought he was a Yankee, and that was a bad sign. But Padres better.
1: Yeah. So last year he's a reliever. So you know. Limited upside. But last year, double A with the Yankees, forty one innings, forty three strikeouts, eleven walks, one point three one ERA in double mm-hmm. A, but yeah. all the same. Uh, so Colton yeah. Brewer. Colton, Colton, is Colton the most New York Yankees <laughs> name? <laughs> yeah, it's up there. All right. Well, I think
0: all the major league contract guys are are gone here. So we're we're down to the minor league dregs.
2: Jeff, good. Now I up. feel like less of an idiot for only knowing one of those players signed a, minor, a major league contract. Okay. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to take a chance here on one, Dustin Ackley. Not because, <laughs> not because ah! I think Dustin Ackley has been good. He has certainly not been good. I think he's 30 or 31 years old now, but uh, I don't know. Last year, he's. spent, I don't know where he is now. Is he still with the Angels? Is he just, Out there? Available? Let me confirm These are all things I looked up before the podcast Currently, yeah, he's a minor league free free agent (laughs) Yeah, yeah, his last Roto World update was that last March He was reassigned to minor league camp by the Angels So, you know, bad But he had a little bit of promise in 2016 with the Yankees And last year, I don't know, maybe he was recovering from surgery Maybe he was just kind of down on his luck And he's, he's currently out there, but I suspect So Dustin Ackley last year was, as he always has been A very good contact hitter against, you know triple a competition and whatnot and the yankees i think had him working on elevating the ball a little bit more and he hit some major league home runs before he uh injured his shoulder so i think somebody's going to give him a chance to play some position maybe second base if he can still do it And i think he's going to elevate and with uh with elevation and contact you know how it works so dustin exactly.
1: I'm going to make a bold statement here based on not that much evidence. But last year, I I thought about writing a piece about how it was the year that former prospects all of a sudden got really good and that there was something about, I don't know, about what, about the, maybe it was about the ball or maybe it was about, you know, the swing revolution or, or whatever. And maybe it was nothing. Maybe I imagined this trend, but it seemed like there were a lot of guys who were previously top prospects, had... Failed to develop, had been busts uh, for most of their career, and suddenly they were on the All Star team. And so you had Yonder Alonso, and you had Logan Morrison, and you had Justin Smoke. You know, maybe maybe there's a little bit of Zach Cozart there. And uh, so I'm going to say that uh, Dustin Ackley uh is going to be is going to well jeez. I, I mean I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say this thing, but I don't mean like there's a fifty fifty chance it's gonna happen. I'm gonna say like if you gave me like sufficiently good odds, I would think about it as an intriguing bet. Dustin Ackley will, in his career, make an all star team and i'm going to say like if you gave me 18 to 1 i'd go ooh, that's tempting so that's what i mean
2: <laughs> uh, he apparently <laughs> spent most of last year as a designated hitter and that's that doesn't bode well but you know i wouldn't uh, he also played a little bit in the outfield and i would probably rather have dustin ackley in a corner outfield position over uh, rafael ortega but you know the marlins have room for them both all
0: right i hope the all star appearance does not come in 2018 so I am going to continue to accumulate tigers. Give me all the tigers. <laughs> Just send them all my way. My next pick is Ronnie Rodriguez, who- Wait a minute. Yeah.
1: Is it not? Hang on. I'm wondering if we're thinking of the same name and if you have the wrong, the wrong first name or if I hang on. <laughs>
0: Ronnie Rodriguez? Ronnie Rodriguez.
1: How do you spell Ronnie? R-O
0: R-O-N-N-Y, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you do. All right. Okay. Go
0: ahead. (laughs) Okay. This pick is permissible. (laughs) All right. Okay. So Ronnie Rodriguez is a utility guy in waiting. He was with the Indians in AAA and uh, had a pretty good season. 778 OPS. He hit 17 homers, stole 15 bases in 117 games. So got some pop, got some speed. I believe he played six positions, including shortstop and center field. So he can play anywhere. He hit 291, 324, 454. He is only 25 years old. And as mentioned, he is on the Tigers, which is his greatest qualification <laughs> for selection here. So, uh, Ronnie Rodriguez, I'm I'm hoping that he snags some playing time somewhere in the infield and/or outfield in Detroit this year.
2: Did you know that Matt tuyasasopo has played 14 seasons in the minor leagues? (laughs) 14 (laughs) seasons, and he's bad. Wow, that blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
1: all right. So I am actually. This is just by coincidence. Uh, My next pick was going to be and is currently still going to be Richard Ah, Rodriguez. ah, Also on my board. So Richard Rodriguez uh, had a brief appearance in the majors last year, uh, but he was uh, quite good as a reliever in AAA for the Orioles. Uh, which is already somewhat compelling. He struck out eighty in seventy innings. He's a you know two pitch guy with a ninety five mile an hour fastball. But then he went to uh, to winter ball to the Dominican Winter League, and he struck out thirty and walked two. Ooh, you know that's a it's, a it's a different it's a different style of ball there. It's different stakes. It's also you know a hitter's league, and and they have pretty good talent, and I like that. So. I can't remember if he's been signed Yeah, he's with or the, not. I think he's with the Pirates again. Oh, yeah. Well, so there we go. Yeah. You know, they're magicians with their bullpen.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows and says that about them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that
0: was uh, probably going to be my, my next pick.
2: Good one. Thanks. Okay. I'm going Percy Garner. Percy Garner, <laughs> <is> twenty-nine <laughs> years old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry, I mean to disparage your pick. I nothing about Percy Garner.
1: No, no Percy Garner. Wait, explain. no, Percy. Percy Garner is an English classical archaeologist and numismatist. He was the Disney professor of archaeology at the University of Cambridge from 1879 to
2: 1887. Yeah, and I think he's going to get a shot to play in the Marlins outfield this year. Uh, Percy Garner is a 29-year-old something. He played for the Indians. He previously played for other teams, but he played for the Indians, and he was not very good. But the thing about Percy Garner, so he's a 29-year-old righty reliever, and he only has like nine and a third major league innings. And they weren't—they weren't great. The thing that I think there's two things that compel me to take him. One, he's on the Orioles, and I think the Orioles do like to use their fungible relievers. But two, not only did the Orioles sign him to a minor league contract, but they signed him to a minor league contract in November. There was some kind of urgency to the Orioles wanting specifically Percy Garner for whatever it is the Orioles think that they're going to do and build. So I think I think the Orioles are going to make use of him. He's a—he—he he throws a fastball. That's a good thing for a pitcher to do, and uh, sometimes he, he throws something else that, uh, that he also has, and he doesn't do that much, but that's fine. I think he's going to pitch, and he's going to pitch for the Orioles, and I think he's going to pitch about 23... 23- 23 extremely mediocre innings where he like his command is just too bad for him to be you know like reliable but that's fine yeah it doesn't the quality of the playing time doesn't matter Percy Garner
1: yeah Ben, Ben alluded earlier to sort of the evolution of strategy in this draft and at one point uh one of my strategies was also to to look for the guys who signed quickly because a GM had once told me that you really like you have your list of guys and like you know midnight hits and you do want to be the first guy to call so that because more than almost more than anything else your negotiating leverage is how interested you are in them because it suggests that you're actually going to give them an opportunity and you know some some profile and uh so i had that as a strategy once the, the other strategy that ben might remember is that kylie mcdaniel had written a piece about how the yankees were using their their money their their big budget to dominate the minor league free agent market <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by, by offering by offering like 12% more. And so uh, I thought, well, the Yankees minor league free agent signings are probably the best guys. But of course, that totally backfired because if you're on the Yankees, you're probably not gonna play unless you're you're a star. Did you I don't you didn't mention this? Apologies if you mentioned this while I was trying to figure out how to spell Percy Gardner, <laughs> Garner. But last year he uh he walked eight in one inning at Columbus. That was his that was his triple A line. <laughs> he had three and, and really terrifyingly, that was over three outings. So three outings, thirteen batters faced, uh, walked eight and threw three wild pitches and had an ERA of forty seven. But
2: he only allowed one hit that's
1: that's true and he struck out a pair did those come last or first uh those that's a good those came last he did not pitch after july 14th because uh of what he had done
0: (laughs) I should mention, by the way, that the slow off season that we've seen at the major league level has also filtered down to the minor league free agent level. There was an article in December at Baseball America about how the major league slowness was holding up the minor league slowness. So if that's why it, it sort of seems like there are fewer signed players or, or major league contracts in this group, I had a little tougher time preparing than I usually do. So if so, that's why. I guess it's affecting everyone. So I don't know which way to go with my next pick. I have a few different options. I'm not feeling any one of them particularly strongly. I guess I'll go with Jumbo Diaz. And yeah, yeah, Jumbo Diaz, everyone knows Jumbo Diaz, which is a good sign in the minor league free agent draft. He has pitched in the majors in each of the last four seasons. He pitched 30 innings in the majors this past season. They were not good innings, but he still misses some bats. And uh, he was with Houston in AAA, pitched all right there. And now he is with the Marlins, which seems like a, a positive sign. So uh, Marlins, we're all gravitating toward Marlins and Tigers and Orioles. It seems like, which is a, a wise strategy, I think. So, Jumbo Diaz, Jumbo Diaz
2: listed at three hundred and fifteen pounds. Oh yeah, that well, okay. According to the, I don't know, I don't know if this is fair. According to the official weights, here are the five heaviest pitchers. This is Baseball Reference. Five heaviest listed weights for pitchers last season. Lance Lynn. 280 pounds bartolo cologne hmm. 285 lance lynn is lean in my in my lean lance lynn <laughs> that's probably what they call him. <laughs> i should i should also say that in sixth place here is is a name that i didn't know i'm going to confirm that it's pronounced the way that i think it is it's not slania oh it is slania that's not fun i thought it was dan slania and i thought that would be a fun name to say it's dan slania <laughs> so now i don't care about him he's apparently fat anyway lance lynn 280 pounds, Bartolo Colon, 285. Tied with Jonathan Broxton at 285. That's each of his legs. CeCe Sabathia, 300 pounds, Jumbo Diaz, 315. He has a 15-pound <laughs> advantage on second place, who has a 15-pound advantage on third place. I, I would, went into this thinking Jumbo Diaz was unfairly nicknamed, but he is enormous. Yeah, it's, uh, it's apt. It's apt.
1: Yeah, not a lot of ironic... Uh, weight nicknames i remember there was a time he would have been called tiny he would have been called tiny (laughs) yeah oh that's a 50 years ago hmm. but now he's called jumbo by the way
2: lance slim (laughs) (laughs) there was a there was a time when i was with espination where i thought it would be a good idea to go through all of baseball reference to see if there was ever a right-handed pitcher nicknamed lefty and it turned out there was not (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had a play index on here once about every
1: pitcher named slim i think yeah right think ben? So. and it turned out that it was it turned out that they were it was always a it was more about height than weight or something i don't remember yes. we we had a good time we had a good time <laughs> with the slim question this for both one. of yeah. you question for both yeah. of you
2: yeah now i've looked at this entire list which of these two weights is actually joe musgrove's listed weight 165 pounds or 265 (laughs) pounds (laughs) this is a great game
1: it would be fun to actually to calibrate this and to figure out how big a spread you could do it and have it be random you know basically random chance whether i get it right or not because i think 100 i think most players i get within 100 but if you made it 55 I bet I'd get half of them wrong Uh, 55 pounds so with Joe Musgrove I will say lean Joe Musgrove (laughs) yeah I don't think of
0: Joe Musgrove as a big or, or a wide person I think of him as a narrow person although as a pitcher you'd think he's tall and so it would be hard to be 165 but yeah I'm
2: gonna go with that too no, he's fat. It's, well, he's not fat. Oh. He's actually, he's six foot five. So, you know, he carries it. But yeah, he's 265 pounds. And I think wow. that I have the same bias as you because I think Joe Musgrove, command guy, command right. guys are slim. No. Yeah. This one's huh. big. And so is Bartola Cologne. He's even bigger. <laughs> he's got a super skinny face. Right. Too. Yeah. That's what I
0: was thinking. Yeah. Huh. All got right. Trunks. Yeah. Man.
1: Okay. All right. I can't remember who's just, up, but I just I, took I've, jumbo, right? So it's you. Yeah, you did. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna use my pick to tell you a little bit more about Percy Garner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually I would like everybody to to just prepare to to just not be laughing anymore because I'm gonna I'm gonna read a a little bit of a bittersweet article that it's not it's not tragic or anything like that but i don't want you to to think we're in laugh mode and then accidentally laugh at something that's kind of sad okay so this is uh, a reporter strangely a reporter tracked him down <laughs> which uh, he's percy garner and he's been gone for a month like we really need a where is he now <laughs> but a reporter tracked him down in august about a month after he was released asked where he was and he said Just hanging out, putting Lego stuff together. And he explained that his season last year, he had been doing weightlifting and he dropped a weight. Like he dropped a weight and tried to catch it and hurt himself. Like he somehow had some fluke weightlifting accident. And he says that that messed up with his release, messed with his release. And that's why he had the weird yippee kind of thing in AAA. Uh, And then the, uh, and then his team released him and he said, um, that but he was still optimistic. And I think this is a, this is what I'm getting to is he said, to be honest, if this had happened last year, and if I didn't have the season I had in 2016, I'd probably be looking at things differently. I'd be saying, oh man, I've had such a tough career. It hasn't panned out the way I wanted it to, but the way I pitched last year, it showed me what I was capable of doing. It's been a bummer to come out and perform like this in 2017, but I feel like I have a good year ahead of me and if you um think about him as basically being like one wrist injury removed from being like a good pitcher that everybody would want on their team and then if you add to that that one team was really super excited to go sign him on the first day of a uh, free agency uh, i can see why you'd be optimistic yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm, yeah all right picks looking good all right my next pick who'd you got you got jumbo diaz yep And the other one was Percy Garner. All right, is this our last round Our last pick?
0: Mm, Yeah, I have five. five I have five. All right,
1: boy, I'm gonna take. Now, I'm I'm torn between like fun guys and and guys I think will help me. So uh, I'm gonna take the least fun guy there is in baseball, uh, Wade LeBlanc. Ah, There he goes. uh
2: and really what is there to (laughs) say
0: yeah all right we could just (laughs) move
2: on yeah good luck with weight okay so question for both of you which of the following is dario alvarez's actual listed weight okay 170 pounds or 270 (laughs) pounds (laughs) (laughs) boy
1: he's young and youngish and most you know it takes a while usually oh he's 29 no geez well or is he 19 (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh All right, so, uh, I'm gonna say. Well, n- see now, you're, are you trying? To, uh, are you just correcting me because there's no mistake that can't go uncorrected, or are you correcting me because you're trying to? Lead I just want to give you the
2: details that okay. aren't relevant necessarily to the detail that you're guessing. Dario
1: is Dario a 270 name or a 170 name? Dario Alvarez, lefty. Uh-huh. Lefties, t- I think, tend to be. I would say that lefties... Well, I can tell you as a fact that lefties
2: tend to be smaller pitchers than righties. I'll tell you, uh, two previous Dario's in the major leagues. Dario Lodajani, 150 pounds. Dario Veras, 165 pounds. Dario
0: Veras. It's two Game of Thrones characters. <laughs> there have been... Multiple <laughs> Darios in Game of Thrones. Darios, I'm picturing both of yeah. them and trying to think which of them is, is closer to 170 or 270. <laughs> See, now I'm thinking that because you went heavy on the last one, you might be going light on this one, but maybe you're thinking that I'm thinking that
1: or it could be that he's continually astounded by how heavy baseball players are without <laughs> us without us noticing. Yeah. You know, it's a it's by the way, it's a something of a miracle that Wade LeBlanc is available in this because these are players who end the year in the minors. And Wade LeBlanc pitched in the majors on September 29th for Pittsburgh, <laughs> which is game 160. Did they demote him? <laughs> Did they demote him or waive him or something him? after that or am i just uh is it easier to get into a minor league free agent draft than i'm realizing he was
2: outrighted on november 3rd uh that's it he had a mutual option declined and then he was sent outright i don't have an answer for you yeah i have absolutely
1: no idea why he's eligible for this draft but oh well he let's see he was uh i wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that he was acquired in september no that was a year earlier all right dario alvarez uh 270 ben 170. It's 170. Dario Alvarez Oof. is a little dude. John right. Schneer is gonna update that they bends up 14 to <laughs> eight now.
0: <laughs> All right, your turn, Jeff. Uh,
2: oh, right. Okay. So, uh, hmm, what do we got here? What do we got here? Let's take let's take Casey Lawrence. And here's why the Mariners' rotation sucks, and he's there. So I think that Casey Lawrence will get a job with the Mariners. He pitched with the Mariners last year. I guess he didn't actually start, but he still he threw 55 and a third innings in the major leagues last year between Seattle and Toronto. He was a reliever. He was a mop-up reliever. But mop-up relief is important because those are innings and plate appearances that teams maybe don't care about so much. And so you can eat up a lot of playing time if you are a reliever who is just good enough to be bad at a higher level. So... Casey Lawrence, I think there's going to be a lot of pitching opportunities for the Mariners. As a matter of fact, as I was preparing to talk about Casey Lawrence, I got an email that the Mariners picked up another pitcher. Uh, it doesn't matter who he is. The fact of the matter is that the Mariners still picked up a pitcher on January 19th mm. that warranted a press release. Casey Lawrence, he is, uh, well, is Casey Lawrence 170 or 270 pounds? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Just playing the odds here. I'm going 170.
1: Low- He's been a he's a he's a low strikeout pitch to contact low walk guy and so and ground ball so I'm going slim I'm
2: going 170 yeah you're correct yeah Casey Lawrence he's 170 he's also 30 years old but he could be any age it really doesn't matter and I'm going to take Casey Lawrence because I think he'll eat up some unimportant innings for a bad Mariners pitching staff
0: all right well Sam you were just saying you were weighing fun versus safe oh
1: you're gonna take my last pick.
0: (laughs) I'm taking Williams Astadio, who is uh, the most fun minor league free agent, (laughs) obviously. He has been discussed on this podcast uh, probably multiple times. He is, of course, the small and also not small in other ways catcher who has never been in the majors and never strikes out and hits pretty well, generally, and also frames pretty well, generally, and what did he? He he must have missed time with an injury last year, right? But when he was playing, he uh, did quite well. Nine twenty-eight OPS. It was in Reno, so you know, and it was only thirty-six games. But he's a decent hitter. Obviously, makes extreme extreme contact. He has been signed by the Twins, who have Jason Castro and I guess Mitch. Garver
1: is there? Yeah, backup. That's their. That's their entire forty man too. <laughs> they only have two on the forty man. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So I'm hoping that he sneaks in here somehow. I don't. I think this is the third consecutive year that Williams Astadio has been a minor league free agent. So I don't know why this would be the year necessarily, but uh, I'm hoping it is. And if it is, then I will have an additional reason to root for him.
1: Uh, Williams Astadio is sort of like the the hitter equivalent of of Pat Venditti Venditti yeah. Venditti on this in this draft where he's you know him very well he's got good minor league stats everybody loves him because there's something just profoundly unusual about him and uh, and then one year you know he actually gets a shot and faces uh, 119 batters and you drafted him that year so mm-hmm. now I'm getting a little bit more specifically Pat Venditti but maybe <laughs> that'll be Williams S. Didio Mm-hmm. Uh, this year and i think that's a, a good pick he had 340 yeah <laughs> in triple <AAA. Like>, a yeah <laughs> even at altitude that's pretty good right mm-hmm. yeah good defensive catcher yeah I, i'd give him a shot uh, okay thought about taking him first <laughs> 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 knew he wasn't gonna make it till the end and just kept putting it off yeah all right well so this is my last pick Is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've gone 10 deep in the past, but since we have three people here today, we figured we'd go seven each. So I have six. So yeah.
1: All right. Well, I've got it down to, I've got like three that I could really see taking. I'm not, I'll just say one of them because uh, I'm not going to take Ike Davis, even though I have hopes that he'll, he'll pitch. Mm. I guess I will take, hang on. I'm going to do one real quick depth chart. Look, just to see if I can justify this. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't think it's going to work, though. Be nice to take a Mariner's picture right from under Jeff's nose. Boy, that's a lot of names on here that he is not. All right. I'm going to take... Uh, oh, I'll leave the Mariner's picture. I'm going to take uh, Christian Adames. Adames. Adames? Adames? Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Who's boring? But <laughs> <laughs> U- Utility guy, 26 years old. Uh, played quite a bit in the majors in 2016 had, uh, you know, a a solid enough year hit, hit, hit for some power last year in AAA hit for more power than he'd ever hit for, I guess in AAA and is now on the Marlins. That's the decision tree.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, sticking with the Marlins, we can, we can maybe go over the rest of our draft list when we're done just reading off the names. But I am going to take uh, one, Mike Kickham. Yeah. Mike Kickham signed a minor league contract with the Marlins, according to Chris Cotillo of SB Nation, on January 9th. Happened while I was away, but look at me, I'm still on top of the news. Mike Kickham, he was last written about on Fangraphs in 2015, previous to that January 2014, and he hasn't been a prospect since 2012 or 2013 with the Giants, but Kickham last year was good. He pitched with the Marlins, actually, in their AA and AAA affiliates, and he, he barely walked anyone. kind of did the whole throw and strikes thing, and here's the thing about... The Marlins rotation, it's terrible, and it's probably going to get worse if they trade Dan Straley. They're currently projected to have the third worst starting rotation in baseball, according to Fangraphs and Steamer. And I'm just going to—actually, I'm not going to do this because I'm going to ask you guys to put your heads together. The Reds. I am looking (laughs) at— <laughs> that wasn't going to be the question <laughs> Okay, but uh, if you could just go ahead the both of you, maybe combined tell me as many, I'm just looking at the fan graphs Marlon's starting pitcher depth chart tell me as many <laughs> names on this list <laughs> as as you can <laughs> right. did we Jose, play this game? Jose, like, Jose, yes we did, let's see what you remember <laughs> Jose
1: Urena is one ah and yeah. dan straley is one
0: Wei and chen yeah. still on there right
1: Wei Correct. and chen yeah that's a good one volk has got released right is he still yep. on there is he still nope. on there okay nope <laughs> uh
0: ziegler oh, oh wait starter? oh starters oh right yeah although okay. i don't know this year he could you never know yeah um <laughs> all right oh boy
1: um
2: <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm done <laughs> yeah. i might be done too Oh, Dan Straley, Jose Urania, Adam Conley, Dylan Peters, Adrissimer Despania, Jacob Turner, Wayan James, Sandy Alcantara, Chris O'Grady, Justin Nicolino, Pablo Lopez, Lopez, James Mm -hmm. Needy, defining the rotation, Caleb Smith, Zach Gallen. Currently not including Mike Kickham, but I should go in and just put him on there anyway. Give him some time. So (sighs) Mike Kickham is my pick. I think I'll throw, I don't know, like six starts down the stretch just Uh after they trade Straley and Urania gets hurt.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well... Man, I don't know which way to go with this. I should I go with one more tiger? I've taken <laughs> what three tigers already. I should uh, I should maybe take another tiger. I don't know. All right, I'll take another tiger. Kevin Comer is my tiger. He is a twenty five year old. Reliever who uh, was in Houston Pitched in AAA with Houston Last year was Wait, who is it? Sorry, who is it? Kevin Comer C-O-M-E-R And uh, missed some bats Nothing special Just seems like a generic right-handed reliever But uh, fairly young And a Tiger So I'm just hedging my bets here I'm going to inquire the entire Tiger's depth chart And some of these guys will get innings Former first-round sandwich
2: pick
1: yeah, the mm. the Baseball America page that lists all these the, the the accompanying article, which I guess is more of a lead-in to a long list. It always sort of follows the same format, which is that uh, the list of minor league free agents includes players that once had promise and lists the first rounders. And mm-hmm. uh, of those first rounders, uh, Kevin Comer is the only one named who uh, who we picked. Ah, uh, all right. So we've each picked seven. I mean, I have more guys. If you want to do a lightning
0: round, just fill out our rosters, or we could just name guys we didn't
2: pick. I but, mean, I, uh,
1: I'll keep going. I, I'll, I'll keep, keep going, going. But but I mean, I don't want to make anybody else keep going who doesn't want to. Yeah.
2: I, all right, one I, more I, round. Make it go fast.
1: All right, <laughs> all right. Dylan, Dylan Unsworth, South African, twenty-four years old, Mariners pitcher.
2: Okay, <laughs> you Darvish. Right-handed pitcher, <laughs> pitched in the World Series last year. Uh, all right, I'll take a. Who cares? Brooks Pounders. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I'm taking Brooks Pounders because who is who was the Angels' good reliever last year? Use marrow uh, Petit. A Blake. Uh, oh, the uh, blake did Something. Blake, 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 Parker. Parker. Yeah. Blake yeah. Parker. Yeah. 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 So go. I have always and will always confuse Brooks Pounders and Blake Parker. And so I think that if Blake Parker can do it, so can Brooks Pounders, who also pitched with the Angels. I used All to right. work.
1: I actually used to edit Brooks Pounders. Oh wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Baseball prospectus. I always confuse baseball prospectus <laughs> and Brooks Pounders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. I will take John Andrioli who is uh, a Mariners backup center fielder, which seems like a good thing to be right now, maybe. Just, uh, you know, just in case the Mariners center fielder with little to no center field experience is not great at that job. And uh, he was with the Cubs in AAA last couple of years, was just sort of blocked because the Cubs are good, but pretty decent on base guy, has a little bit of power. Maybe he'll steal some plate appearances here or there. So uh, that was fast. Another way Go one. Go. One go,
2: more. Go, uh, go. All right.
1: Uh, I'll take. Uh, I'll take uh, Eric Johnson. Okay. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right. Veteran. All veteran pitcher. Pitched for uh, a team like the White Sox, I think. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great.
2: Okay. Forrest Snow was a Brewer. No longer a Brewer. Might become a Brewer again. Made a recent bullpen transition and has missed bats. Is just go ahead, Ben. Okay. All right. Uh, taking
0: Christian Lopes. We're trying to take Christian Lopes out. Yeah, if uh... there's a 10th round. (laughs) <laughs> well, he's my guy. Utility infielder, was with Toronto, is now with Texas, was in AAA, played five positions or something, has some speed. That's all you need to know about Christian Master. loops. Yeah. All I right.
2: Fewer details. I, I don't
0: want
1: to... No, no, no. Ben, Ed, ben is too eager. Ben Ben feels <laughs> like his his card counting has just kicked in. Like he's finally got <laughs> no. deepened up into the deck that he knows like no. what's in there. He, he thinks... No, he thinks that he... He thinks that he has outprepared us for this you're, round. You're prepared this time. I'm you, impressed. I, by I know, but how I'm not prepared. Com- you are. I'm not confident though in my preparation. You <laughs> oh, right now are confident. too eager. <laughs> Shall we do one last one? <laughs> one last, last one. pick. Go, Evan. Grills. And you know what? You know. What? Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm taking Evan Grills. Okay, I don't know
0: who okay. that is. Sorry. Right.
2: He's a he's a lefty. He pitches for uh, a team. That's All right, good. Ben. You're so eager. You take my pick, and I'll go after you. You oh. just do it.
0: Okay. All right. I'll take uh, Kurt Casali. Good, because I don't give a shit about Kurt Casali. I'm (laughs) taking Matt Perk. Oh, yeah. Uh, He was on my list, too. Former actual prospect and and player. (laughs) So he's on the White Sox now. That's good. All right. Who uh, who just signed Casali?
2: Uh, Casali. I, I saw him pop up.
0: I don't recall, but he is a catcher and he's been in the big leagues lately. So that's good.
2: Well, the answer... Is that he was released, oh no. Well he's uh, he's Rangers. Rangers signed to a minor league contract just uh yesterday. Oh. All right, good. Yeah, look at that. So who else is on your lists? Let's see, I got uh,
0: Christian Binford, who is an Orioles pitcher I kinda yeah. liked. Yeah. Um Miles J and yeah, I had him too yeah. yeah, who else? Well, Sam, you made fun of Emilio Bonifacio at the <laughs> beginning of this thing But he is like the, the highest floor, the low ceiling, high floor guy He's been a solid bet He's played in the big leagues every year since 2007, including this past year Incl- No kidding yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Bonifacio,
0: 44 plate appearances in 2017. The only reason I didn't take him is that his OPS is the last 3 years 390 479 361 in the majors and he may have finally run out of rope here, but if so it would snap an 11 year streak for him.
1: He had the extremely rare for a position player negative OPS plus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: last year. Yep. Yeah. He's also got a he's got a 4 year run of sub-replacement level wars, which (laughs) didn't we have a a Unieski Betancourt? I did an article on who could possibly match Unieski Betancourt's run of like six, (laughs) Uh I think. And it it seemed impossible that anybody would get the chance. I don't remember if I had a plate appearance minimum or not, but I don't think I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, bonifacios he's only 32. I
0: know. Yeah. I I should (laughs) have taken him. I feel bad for not taking him now but uh huh. who else did i have neil ramirez was on my list uh tim fedorovich just the backup catcher mm-hmm. category and i
1: took him yeah i took him a couple years ago yeah. or last year maybe
0: and that's it that's all i had written down
1: i had bo schultz i had sean nolan i had arismendi alcantara and i had steve Geltz.
0: man arismendi alcantara is on this list wow Huh.
2: Yeah. Okay. I had a, I was sitting on I had Bonifacio up there. I can't believe he wasn't taking. Yeah, we it really should have taken takes. Bonifacio. That, that was, that was <laughs> Too focused on fun, not focused enough on. Yeah. So, also, JB Shuck, who's on there because why not? And Jim Medusi, who mm. I cannot actually believe is 32 years old, but I was surprised to see him. You think Jim Medusi, right? And you get an image. We're gonna <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if everybody twenty pounds something like yeah, that yeah is yeah. uh but it, if I, <laughs> I'm gonna confirm that this is true, but I remember looking at the uh the sprint speed leaderboard. Jim Medusi is up there he's he is as fast Jim Medusi, whoever that is last year had the same sprint speed as uh as JB Crawford and Gerard Dyson. Wow. Uh, which is not what i would have expected wow. also i i think i could be wrong but i think he's with the tigers so going with the uh the bend strategy indeed he was re-signed <laughs> in december by the tigers which means he will bat 350 times and he will have an ops plus of 62 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: reed brignac good still on this list by they. the way yeah yeah <laughs> he your on very list. first <laughs> yeah he's been on here like you every won year, the first year with. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah still a minor league free agent Jonathan Albaladejo <laughs> still a minor league free agent hasn't been in the big league since 2012. A lot of names. Jose Tabata haven't heard that name in a while. So you left Jared Grub on your board. You've even yeah. you have given up on Jared Grube.
1: <laughs> when you know when Jerry Depoto signed him and he still didn't get in. I mean he is he is the quintessential Jerry Depoto signee, and so he signed him. And I thought this is it. And then he oh I guess he he got two thirds of an inning, and I thought well that's his ceiling then because. <laughs> because Jerry DePoto's yeah you know yep it re- reached stasis <laughs> yeah, i guess right <laughs> all right well we did it by
0: the way i wanted to mention Craig Stammen, who won you the the sort of technically kind of won you the the draft last year, has I don't understand what. Do you, <laughs> what's your beef with what's your
1: beef with Craig? I'm Stammen? just mad
0: that Craig Stammen had the fifth most innings of any reliever in the majors. It's last a great year. pick. Does, it, it is. I don't know how that happened. I just wanted it's to like point the out the
2: very idea. It's like being mad that the Mariners drafted Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Craig Stammon has six nicknames on baseball. Baseball
0: reference. <laughs> 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 the, the highest <laughs> ratio of nicknames to productivity. Uh, Here is nicknames: Craigaroo, <laughs> Craigaroo. This is stam, a These are jokes. trigger, Craiger, Stammer. <laughs> or Trig.
1: <laughs> that's like a uh, that's like when you go to spanish class and you learn how to conjugate a verb that's like the six conjugate conjugations of craig stammen <laughs> uh, uh,
0: all right well five years we've done it again so uh hopefully john will keep track of this hopefully he will not put his finger on the scale somehow to get Jeff's Mariner's picks playing time. Actually, I have a Mariner's pick too. So feel free, John Chenier, if you want to recommend some extra playing time for John Andrioli. Fine with me. But uh, I will link to the spreadsheet where you can see the results of this draft and all of our previous drafts and competitions on the show page at Fangraphs and in the Facebook group where it always is. And uh, thanks, guys. Glad we nope, did this not again. done yet. No,
2: still more scrolling. Okay. Bronson Arroyo, six nicknames: Saturn Nuts, Smoky Tax, Dirty Broyo, and Free Love. I'm just doing some scrolling here, looking for a uh, looking for a whole bunch of nicknames. So right now we've got Arroyo and Stammen. Still scrolling. Well, this is a long list. Shouldn't have done this. Really, shouldn't have done this. Crunch Wrap. Lorenzo Kane apparently nicknamed Crunch Wrap. Did not know that. The this you know the stupid. I think the stupid T-shirt, the jersey thing.
1: This year has, you know, codified one Mm. nickname for everybody, even people who didn't have a nickname and were forced to put something on their shirt. Yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. right. I wonder what Craig Stammen wore on his shirt for Players Weekend. Must have been a crowded shirt. All of them. Yeah.
1: Five commas. Let's let's see. Let's see. (laughs) Craig Stammen, Players Weekend nickname. Yeah, Trig.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. We done here? Well,
2: I'm getting tired of uh, uh, getting tired of scrolling here. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, trigger, uh, trigger
1: was the original nickname given to him by one of his friend's fathers, shortened to Trig over the years.
0: Yeah, that doesn't really count as two nicknames, Trig and Trigger. That's a nickname of a nickname. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Your beef is with yeah. baseball reference. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. We done?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Oh man. Unless.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next oh, year. Seeing some
1: bad. I'm seeing some bad nicknames in this article about Players Weekend. I we got to end <laughs> this. I hated that weekend. <laughs> yeah. All right. Same time next year, or we don't know if it'll be
0: the same time next year. We've done these things in December, January, and February, and I don't know if it makes any difference at all. But uh, I would be interested if someone maybe after this year runs some sort of analysis to see like what the actual winning strategy here is, because we've had so many over the years, like just players with bad teams, players with major league contracts, like lefty relievers and catchers and utility guys seem like. Good bets but I've not gone back And actually examined any of these Assumptions so for all I know We're we're just leaving plate appearances on the table Here but uh, same time next year We'll talk again and we will draft again
2: Thank you all Charlie Paber was nicknamed The old woman in the red cap <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, Can we get an and explanation And Joe Page Joe Page, I don't know, okay, Joe Page is a pitcher from the 40s and the 50s, he was with the Yankees and the Pirates Yeah, nickname, Fireman, second nickname, The Gay Reliever Probably
0: had a different connotation at the
2: time, but I want to know about the old woman in the red cap The old woman in the red cap (laughs) Charlie Paber, the old woman in the red cap the old woman in the red cap abbreviates
1: very closely to the only rule that has to work <laughs>
0: yeah all right should I try to end this podcast for the sixth time or what
2: I'm almost done scrolling yeah. here so just, just kind of just keep talking for like can we, wait 60 let's, more well, seconds let's fi-
1: come on let's let's figure out the old woman in the red cap I mean one of us can do that and that one of us <laughs> is me. So I'm going to see if I can uh figure this out okay. real quick cuz this nobody wants to go to bed no. not knowing this. The story remains elusive. <laughs> wow, somebody writes perhaps he was a charter member of the Red Hat yeah, Society. Yeah, it's just on the
0: Wikipedia uh, page I, for that.
1: But I believe I believe that that is uh that has yes, to be a joke because is... the old the Red Hat Society was actually old women in right. red caps. If that's what he was, this nickname no. wouldn't be interesting. Yeah. Uh let's see. Let me Oh, so here's one Uh, This is an attempt Hang on, I'm gonna All right, here we go The unions of Mauritania were a celebrated early team of interest for such players as George Wright, Dave Birdsall, and Charlie Paber Longtime pitcher and outfielder with the most inexplicable of all baseball nicknames (laughs) The old woman in the red cap And then he brackets off Let me make an attempt The The red cap was common headgear in the French Revolution for women who carried knitting bags under these caps the unions wore puffy red caps. Paybor baseball's first left-handed pitcher of note, may have been viewed as a revolutionary. That's my story anyway, and I'm sticking to it. Wow.
0: Baseball players were literate back then. <laughs> they knew their yeah. history. Huh.
2: Yeah. All right. Can confirm now that having completed scrolling, if baseball references our authority, Craig Stammen is tied for the all time major league lead in Well he that Frank is Delia. a record I think he can bet he can break. Sure. W- we with can give him one right help. now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What should we nickname? The him? The old woman in the blue cap. Stammer? It's still blue. Stammer. Right?
0: I don't, I'm surprised he doesn't, he doesn't have, have stammer, stammer yet.
2: No, that is a nickname. Stammer, stammer is one of them. Oh, right, Krigeru, he's got stam and trigger. Stam, trigger, craker, stammer, okay. trigger.
0: All right, what variant of those things? But he doesn't
2: have he doesn't have steg crameru. Trigger, stammeru, <laughs> stammeru, stammeru, good. Yeah. stammeru,
1: stammeru. All right, so everybody call him stammeru for about four days, and then it'll <laughs> it'll be official. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm not even I'm not gonna say is it over. Someone else say is it over. I don't wanna keep saying it.
2: Stammy Lammy ding dong. <laughs> is it over? <laughs> Gentleman Craig. It's over. All right.
0: It's okay. I'm stopping now. Spanky. <laughs> All right. It's really finally officially over now. By the way, if there was any pressing baseball news over the weekend, we didn't talk about it today because we pre-recorded this episode. I'm probably skiing right now, much as I would like to be minor league free agent drafting at all times. You can support this podcast on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash effectively wild. Five listeners who have already pledged their support include Craig Manami, Josh Baer, Lisa Lozo, Nick Graham, and Doug Graham. Thanks to all of you can join our facebook group at facebook.com groups slash effectively wild and you can rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes keep your questions and comments coming for me and jeff via email at podcast at fangraphs.com or via the patreon messaging system thanks to dylan higgins for editing assistance our next episode might be a little bit delayed because of my travel plans but we will be back later this week for our usual complement of episodes talk to you then